Hey guys, welcome to episode two of season two, we think, of our ATP podcast. And what we're going to do today, we're not going to mention the war and we're just going to focus on having a little fun and we're going to do a little episode called The Confessions of a PT. Yeah, so we've uh, some stories here for you, some funny, some embarrassing, uh, so we hope you enjoy. So I suppose just to start with one of the stories, we'll talk about your initial uh, start in oh, PT. Yeah. So uh, year one, when I became a personal trainer, got a bit of land, I started up in Mayfield and whilst everyone was very nice, uh, I had a clue what anyone was saying <laughs> to me, <laughs> um, as you well know, when I uh, when we first met, uh, it's like I needed a translator. Uh, so myself, when myself and Kean first met, uh, I definitely spoke a lot quicker than I do now. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of people would attest to that. So there's like there's a Mayfield accent, but like you have a strong Mayfield a strong accent. Mayfield accent. Or uh, you had, you had. had. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, definitely yeah. changed. You've uh, definitely slowed down an awful <laughs> lot. Like, yeah, uh, even happening classes, people wouldn't even be able to understand me what I was saying in classes. You'd look at people and they're like, "Do you ever understand?" And it's like. <laughs> So Lauren, slow down was definitely key to... We're sometimes just looking at you blankly, not having a clue what you're actually saying. <laughs> so what we needed then, uh, our buddy Kean, OC Fitness, shout out. Uh, we were going on Kean's stag uh, to Berlin. A moist and, stag. Uh, yeah. Kean O'Flynn's stag. <laughs> and he actually asked Kean O'Connor, messing with kind of serious, to be my translator uh, so he could understand what I was saying for the weekend. Uh, and we gave it a good go. Uh, in the Saturday night, I think it was, after a long day of being out, yeah, yeah. we ended up in a queue for a nightclub. For a game, yeah, probably the, the hardest nightclub to get into in the world, I think. <laughs> the hardest. <laughs> so about 3am, I'd say, and we decided in the middle of the queue, which was very, very long, after a long day of drinking, to start doing a full body pump routine. Yeah, full 45 minute workout, I'd say. We started with the warm-up, squat track. Don't think we did the chest track, but we definitely <laughs> did the we definitely did the back track, lunge track, definitely yeah, lunge well. track, yeah, uh, and we finished on biceps, obviously. <laughs> so this is obviously with no bears, no equipment, absolutely locked and queuing for the hardest nightclub ever. And safe to say, we stayed in the queue all the way up, walked up towards the bunksters, and they just waved us off. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I don't think say, they even spoke to us. Actually, and note yeah. everybody listening, maybe don't do a body pump. Uh, session while in the queue for a nightclub. You probably Not a full class in. anyway. You probably won't get in. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, that continued on as well. Actually, uh, I can remember first time I went out with your buddies uh, in Mayfield. Um, just asked kind of Keen on 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 the on the quiet. Like he's like, will you uh, translate that there for me? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. over the years, Keen has adapted to the North yeah. language. Uh, and I think no. it's been a kind of both ways. He yeah. kind of slowed we down, slowed like, down he, up, like, and he, uh, he sped up. Yeah. Uh, but I suppose body pump played a huge part for us in our careers like we've taught yeah. hours and hours of body pump if people don't know what a body pump class is listening it's just basically a barbell class it's all choreographed done, music done to music exactly yeah. Like, uh, yeah. we used to be under fair stress all together when, uh, we had to get a new, a new set of body pump <laughs> songs to learn and then do it twice a day for yeah. a class of 40 or 50 people yeah. <laughs> so with body pump you'd, you'd find a lot of tough scenarios because basically body pump is your top of the class and you're 
you're doing the whole class with everybody so you yeah. can't necessarily go around and instruct or like have a one-on-one -on -one conversation people who do people. our classes don't know that we're like we're very interactive like getting off the stage whereas like with body pump you can't really do that because everyone in the class is working um to what you're doing so like one story that definitely uh jumped to mind there was middle of a squat track bar up my back one day class of about 40 odd people in it and a woman came up to me mid-track and told me her uh, sports bar was after bursting open uh so got a bit awkward <laughs> didn't know what to say didn't know what she wanted me to do but um yeah we just got on with it anyway in the end I was, like with the body pump classes it was gas because you'd have like i said 40 50 people which is a lot and especially like the early morning classes there so you'd have a 6 30 a.m class and there would be mornings there where you'd uh, have a bit of a panic the alarm might go off a little later you might hit the snooze button and you're just panicking all morning sprinting to get in to be there to start the class at half at six with 45 people waiting to get their gear and it's just trying to act as if nothing has happened and remember the tracks. Is yeah, I think the, the the biggest letdown anyway that I've had uh, from you anyway uh, to be working together. <laughs> Monday morning spin in ATP, Ian decided to sleep it out. I didn't decide, I didn't decide, it just happened. <laughs> uh, so I woke up at 6.28. Everyone knows how much I love spin, so I had to hop up on the bike for Ian. Key in a hate spin, uh, hate spin. <laughs> So yeah, I had to hop up on the, the bike for Ian and uh, perform the spin class for him, which, uh, yeah, it's probably the oddest I've ever been with you, I'd say. 6.28 a.m. I woke up and realised, holy shit, and rang Keen. I was like, I am not going to be in. Keen had a couple of PT clients he was supposed to have at half a six. And got them up on the bikes. Got them up on the bikes. And but this is the this is where it gets, this just shows how much Keen doesn't like spin, <laughs> is that I, I get in there as quick as I can, uh, definitely breaking the speed limit on the way in. And I get in there about, it's about just gone seven, maybe just five past seven. So it's about 10 minutes left in the spin class. And I kind of walk in sweating and kind of panicky. And I says to Kean, who's on the bike while he's making up songs as he goes along. Uh, I was like, do you want to finish class? No, no, hop on the bike there and do the last 10 minutes, which I was just like, what? So there's 10 minutes to go in the class. You know, like 25 minutes done. I told but, him you were going to finish it. But just, but just got me to finish the class. So, uh, but just while we're playing the blame game here there was a morning so i wouldn't hate it as much as keen hate spin but circuits is not my, is one of my least favorite classes teaching the only reason only I, I don't ever been late, I, don't, I don't like teaching circuits is just i don't like the that you have to kind of prepare everything beforehand i like kind of winging it like everything in life but keen rang me uh, in a panic uh his electric gate was not opening no just wasn't opening <laughs> explain that morning to people, so it was absolutely lashing rain i think i'd given myself a little bit of extra time which i normally do on a tuesday morning to go in and uh, set up the circuits class um driving down the driveway pressing the, the button to open the gates nothing happening uh absolutely uh pouring out of the heavens uh starting to panic uh ran back in god <laughs> His wife, got her his wife, to run down, uh, boosted her over the gate, <laughs> tried to manually open it, still nothing happening. So uh, what happened when you boost them over, over the gate? Oh, she took a small fall. <laughs> a small fall. <laughs> I think she'd argue on that point. Uh, yeah, yeah Emma no, was flying. She wasn't. She wasn't impressed. <laughs> uh, wasn't impressed. But uh, yeah, she um, she got up and got on with it. So yeah, it's quite late that morning. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So look, these things happen. I suppose like we do end up being late, but. It's about dealing with those scenarios when they happen, like, you know? Exactly, yeah. So, uh, 
Yeah, um, other, any other class ones there that you... Uh, uh, I suppose like there's a big one for me anyway. Definitely, it's wonderful when we think about like what we're going to talk about, and I think it's something that everyone knows about, but no one probably talks about. Is called the secret fart. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we, as a coach, every coach system has definitely been there. So you're teaching a class, whether there be forty or fifty people in there, or ten, fifteen people in there, and you'll be strolling around the class giving your instructions, and next thing. There's a smell, and you're like, ooh, ooh. Uh, If you ever see us like hanging around the same area of a class for a while, that's probably the reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, basically, what happens is, like, obviously, and look, farting is part of life, but some people, obviously, in the class might be doing a sit up or a squat or whatever, and they happen to leave out a fart, and it's not a particularly nice one, but they obviously don't say anything, and you'll walk down, you'll be quickly walking back up to the top of the studio. And this happens quite a lot in the classes, but it's just a real funny one that, uh, People, yeah. you can see the people in the class just kind of looking around. They know someone has done it, like, but everyone wants the same face, so they don't get the blame. Yeah. <laughs> I think another one with classes there is uh, the odd time there, someone will come up to you in class and ask, uh, "Can I go to the toilet, please?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm not your teacher, and this is not school." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, God, you're an it? adult. You can go to the toilet. <laughs> uh, yeah, the classes yeah. do be great. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I have to mention as well, I suppose, like, we'd be uh, quite critical of people who uh, binge eat and overdo it on the calories at the weekend, but, like, we're obviously guilty of it Very guilty, sometimes yeah. of ourselves there. Uh, one that jumps to mind there would be our uh, burger challenge that we felt we just had to do. Yeah, so I think the Oliver Plunkett had a, an insane burger challenge, and Kean likes his food, or like my food, and um, we felt we'd definitely give it a go. How big so was it? Was five, five pounds of food. Five don't pounds know, of don't food. Don't know how many calories, but five a pounds lot. of food. Two kilos. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, it was just a massive, massive burger. And a lot And of chips. don't forget chips. Don't forget chips. Yeah. So we went Oh, you finished it? We, all right. Didn't pay. Uh, yeah, so basically, we finished it, didn't have to pay. I was, I was very sad I had to pay. So we went in, all of playing Scotland, Six Nations. Everyone was watching that initially. By the end of it, everyone was watching us. Yeah, no one cared about the match anymore. It was literally all attention was on us finishing but the burgers. I was sweating. So we were talking into the burger. I think you'd know what to do it. It was timed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you'd know what to do it. And we were getting through the burger, but I started struggling hard near the end. Key we were both like, struggling hard, key, but I finished it. <laughs> Keen, was he, you ate the chips first, I think. I had a strategy, all right, yeah. yeah, and, yeah. And, but basically, I took into the burger first, and there was this chips left, and I was honestly... <laughs> I think I had the burger gone, and... There's only a few chips left. There wasn't even that many. I'd say 15 chips left. It's very sad. Like, and so I, I honestly felt I was going to vomit. Like, I was like, if I have another bite, I'm going to get sick. And there was Keen shouting at me after finishing his, finish your chips. I was like, if I have another chip, I am going to get sick. I just felt he was leaving the, the side down. Like. And, and lo and behold, I had another chip. And I ran to the bathroom and projectile vomited everything back up. So the burger challenge was one of this. I think, the, how we felt after was one of the saddest we've yeah, ever felt. Yeah, it was absolutely horrendous. <laughs> like, it was just like lying on the couch for, uh, for hours, not yeah. able to move. Like. <laughs> so binge eating, like eating to that extent is yeah. not something we recommend from a health point And I, I think the next thing we ate that night actually was room for ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> There's always room for just ice cream. Settle the tummy, like, There's yeah. always room for ice cream. But I think like, you know, it's important to be able to switch off and be able to, you know, take your breaks like we walk we walk hard so i think like you know the, especially breaks, in, our, in yeah. our, our younger uh days of pt and in, in the gym we were kind of flat to the mat for eight oh hours yeah solid absolutely like uh so i suppose geez we used to do back-to-back pt there quite intensely eight nine hour class, shifts class, class, and class, you class. would get quite wrecked like <laughs> and uh there's a few occasions definitely happened more than once where Kind of coming near to sh- the shift, you might be after seven or eight hours of intense PTing in classes, and 
yeah, have to admit, like, you know, halfway through the session, um, I'd start training the wrong clients. <laughs> <laughs> so people I wasn't actually training at all, I'd uh, walk up to them and start training them until, like, you know, they copped, you know, what's going on. Uh, <laughs> in, in your defence, it was a busy gym floor. Yeah, like, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's just part of it, I suppose. But you have to be able to switch off as well. And I suppose people who know me know I probably was quite good at switching off in my mid-twenties. So at the weekend, like, I'd really go out and enjoy myself. And uh, I suppose one thing I wouldn't advocate is I'd always go to my clients now if they came into me hungover. I think you shouldn't train when you're hungover. Your body's dehydrated. You haven't had enough sleep. Like, loads of reasons you shouldn't train hungover. And you definitely shouldn't go to work hungover if you're a PT. Like, in my opinion, like, you know, if one of the staff came in very hungover, I wouldn't be too impressed or whatever. But I have been there, uh, you know, and I was in my mid-twenties and myself and Keen O'Connor, OC Fitness, uh, we took a trip to Dublin and we went out on the Saturday night and it was supposed to be up Saturday. I think we were up for a game or just uh, up for a few drinks with people and came back down on, supposed to come back down on the Sunday because uh, we were walking on Monday and we had a great night Saturday night, out late. And then on Sunday, had a couple of cider before we were supposed to head away. A couple of cider ended up, we'll stay up here Sunday night. Wasn't a great idea because what followed was an all-day session Sunday, late Sunday night, to a sing-song in a chipper, I think, at one o'clock with, with, with Kean, And we knew we had to get home for work, so we decided to book the 6.30 a.m. train from Dublin to Cork, knowing we were walking at 12 o'clock. Not smart. <laughs> Not smart at all, because we had to get up at half five, taxis to the train, got the train to Cork, got into Cork for maybe 10, slept for an hour, Got off, went with to the, walk. With the exception of my stag, I think it's the saddest I've ever seen you. I was very, very sad. And it's it's not a proud moment, but it was something that happened. And a lot of clients knew quite quickly that I wasn't performing at my best that day. Uh, but I learned my lesson to not do that. And just speaking on you, coming back to your stag yeah, there. I was just about to, yeah, that? so I think we made it back to Cork at about three o'clock in the morning yeah. from Dublin. So Berlin to Dublin and then uh, drove down. <laughs> Uh, with a pit stop and, then, a pit stop, and yeah. then we got home at 3 o'clock and so basically this is the early stages of ATP so we felt like uh, foolishly we felt we had to be open we could not close the gym uh, so <laughs> I put myself on the roster for Tuesday morning Monday at, uh, yeah. was, Monday, it was, it was yeah, bank holiday yeah. so it was Tuesday morning 6.30am and big mistake like, up on uh, a spin bike wasn't it up on a spin bike oh yeah absolutely nearly getting sick uh, so lessons learned is that when we have a weekend away to take a day off when we get back. Uh, thankfully, we can do that uh, every so often, though, yeah. whereas at the beginning we didn't. Like. Definitely. One um, I can think of there definitely is um, first trip to, to Rome on, on taking a break from it. Uh, kind of, uh, kind of might have got a bit excited with all the pizza and pasta. I think we're in about the space of four or five days, put on about 10 pounds. It's good eating. Uh, yeah, good eating, good solid eating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pizza. Um, first, first day back, uh, went in. I think first squat I did, uh, bust open uh, my pants. The only pants I had. So yeah, mid shift all the way back home, <laughs> get get new pants back in again. Not the first time we've happened. We actually have issues at the moment with tracksuit pants, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Like we we, we don't like the very new style tracksuit uh, pants. <laughs> we're very, we really we really know what kind of middle age we're over Probably because we're old. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> uh, so we like the loose tracksuit pants, but can't seem to find those anymore uh, I think like when it comes to you know in classes and stuff as well I've often had shorts ripping a class and stuff and it's like yeah. right I need you to kind of panic 
Yeah. <laughs> What's going to happen here? Will I make it through the class? What, what has happened here? <laughs> Asking yourself, like, what exercises can I do here that I can hide where the hole is? Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to make it through the class. But, like, again, another one I think uh, we'll be guilty of, and I think a lot of clients will be thinking to themselves, was that to me? Is uh, myself and you and Keen uh, to keep ourselves occupied every so often in the shift? Oh, yeah. We would give, our, give each other a challenge that we'd have to come up with an exercise that wasn't really an exercise and get our clients to do it on the gym floor while three Spoof, of us are on the gym floor. Spoofy exercise, how we describe Harmless, it. Harmless, but yes. funny for us. So just getting there, making up something completely random and <laughs> just convincing the client that this is the exercise we need to do for the their, fat Their goals. Like, yeah, so it could be like something Guilty like, you know, squat, superset it with walking with a stick. <laughs> <laughs> You had another one there as well. Like, so basically uh, just squatting and just turning around in a circle and <laughs> just turning back in a circle and not doing much really. Yeah, it was the, kind of the sumo wrestler kind of moves as well and stuff like going on for a while. So yeah, look, uh, we don't do that anymore, so our, our no, current clients don't have to concern with that, but that was just something to, that kept us occupied as we were... Uh, yeah, they're all legit exercises, yeah. now, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> we think, anyway. Yeah. Uh, I think another one is, just for where we're at at the moment uh, in the world, is realizing there was a woman who we probably looked at strangely a while back uh, in the gym who walked <laughs> walked in but realizing no she was actually miles ahead of her time who uh, walked in with the oh, yeah. gloves oh yeah so uh, yeah, I had a client I was just perplexed with there who came in wearing well. not training gloves now but woolen gloves and insisted she performed a whole session with the woolen gloves on and look looking back uh, no, she probably had she probably she yeah probably yeah, yeah. <laughs> a few years ahead of scheduling yeah I asked her like you know what story was there she said she just did, didn't want uh you want to get any of the bugs like so <laughs> yeah so like i suppose as a pt you do come across uh some like, we're lucky that we come across so many different type of clients you know and we, we, amazing people as well and just real i think honest people mm. and i think like some of the the statements you get from clients are just brilliant like you know and we never name any names but like you know oh, a few quotes there when a client said to me you know ian i want to lose weight but i don't want to change my food Oh, it was a bit like, yeah. Oh, I think you get that a lot with the food. Like, she's not client there, she's called herself uh, the fat rabbit <laughs> and refused. She called herself that, no, we didn't call her that. that. And uh, she refused to not drink wine every single night of the week. And then we get very upset when she didn't lose weight. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is only so much information you can give somebody and you know honest feedback and you know if someone just flat out just refuses then you're kind of like okay yeah, you so know, just uh, maybe be a small bit realistic if someone wants to lose weight you probably do have to look at your current nutrition uh, as to get that mm-hmm. uh, there was a woman you was it chest press um chest press or incline dumbbell press so those of you who know it there so you're um sitting back or lying back into an incline uh, bench and you're pressing the dumbbells from your chest uh, up so uh, uh, the way she would uh, remember it herself she would say uh, boobs triangle <laughs> boobs triangle <laughs> and look See, it's, we, uh, not really, it's not really a cue that we, we learnt in no, PT, but like, in PT uh, school it helped but, uh, her yeah, definitely helped her, helped her yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and I think there were, like one of the best quotes I think we've received like, is basically this, we train the client and uh, she just said I use men's shower in uh, men's shower gel in the shower and it's the closest I've gotten to a man in the shower in 30 years <laughs> now there's not much <laughs> there's not much you can do with that yeah, you're not going to you what are you, how are you going to respond to that you just have to take that for face value so like a big thing you kind of learned uh, 
from experience is how to probably hold in the laugh uh, when you absolutely have to. Yeah. Uh, Bite your tongue like. Because there are scenarios where you have to just do that. And also, a big one I learned, I think, is how to hold in the yawn. So, you'd be, especially early years, like you'd be so exhausted from the back-to-back PT. Mm. So, you want to leave out a huge yawn, but you're in the middle of PT, and somebody like, I can't let this person know that I'm exhausted. Like, and she's like, mm-hmm, I'm trying to keep my mouth closed and yawn. They're just skills we picked up over the years. Yeah. I had, um, I had a buddy uh, there, Niall. He won't, uh, he won't mind uh, me mentioning by name. He, he, like, he, he doesn't live uh, in Ireland. Um, so, he uh, came to check out the gym when he came home. Um, and he's a uh, he's strong, fit dude. Um, he never used the, the sled before, so those of you who push the sled, you know how like tough it is. But uh, yeah, he got a bit uh, cocky with it and uh, didn't think uh, didn't think much of it. So um, he uh, he gave it a go anyway, and uh, he kind of went a bit hard, way too hard, <laughs> way too hard, way too hard. <laughs> to the point where he um, he's probably getting sick consistently for about an hour and a half. Um, wouldn't let him hop back into his car, had to bring him into the class studio, uh, lay him down on the mat. Um, kind of, didn't forget about him, I knew he was there, but I just told him to chill out, like, uh, had a new client come in uh, for a consultation, so was sitting down with the new client in the consultation room, Niall bursts in, covered in sick. <laughs> <laughs> So I just had to kind of get out of there. Not a great, not a great uh, first impression, impression for a client, yeah, for clients, uh, thinking yeah. he'd do that to our... Uh, to our clients yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so I suppose keeping track of your, your sets and reps is uh, is quite important uh, yeah and I suppose like yeah I would have a few clients there who might who might go a little bit too fast too quick uh, with, with the reps they all just, just want to get to that number 12 as quickly as they can so uh, uh, there's one client there uh, who asked me how many reps uh, she should be on the seated row uh, and I said uh, do, do 12 15 there and her response was I'm on 27. <laughs> so you went for high volume yeah, yeah, training. High, high, high volume sets, yeah. So I suppose, look, the, this is just a brief and short podcast we wanted to jump on. Uh, but there's just, one, there's just one more quote that I think we need to finish on. Uh, we'll give context, but the quote is, this hurts my vagina. <laughs> no. Like, how do you respond to that? <laughs> when you hear that first, you're like, what are the lads after doing here? Uh, look, that, that quote is brilliant. We burst out laughing when it happened. We couldn't hold it after in, but like, we were on the hip thruster, uh, hip thrust machine, uh, and basically she just, this is again uh, an older woman who is very honest, uh, mm. and she just basically told us that it was hurting her vagina, and so we very quickly took her off that machine <laughs> and got her going. Uh, there are many more stories uh, that we can say, there's probably a lot of stories we can't say, but like, Ooh, yeah. it's just uh, it's just to kind of take your mind off what's going on. Uh, so we do hope you enjoy it. We are going to continue our podcast over the next coming weeks, uh, so make sure just stay tuned and um, we will kind of mix it up between educational stuff and just maybe some light-hearted stuff yeah. and if, there, if there's something in particular that you want us to cover or talk about definitely uh, just send us a message and we'll include it yeah and if you feel someone could just benefit from listening to our, uh, us waffle on there for 20-30 minutes uh, and have a little fun please send them the, the podcast thanks guys thanks guys